Welcome to Folk and Beyond with Air Stephen for a journey into contemporary folk music from all over the planet. This is William Burroughs, and you are listening to Dead City Radio on WTJU, Charlottesville, Virginia. Funny pilgrim on a crazy crusade. A saucy Chaucer, a sorry chapter mislaid. With an exacto knife Plumb right through my load-bearing wall I'm horrified now I could do such a thing But I thought I saw The singer I've heard those chimes so many other times, but if I gave in, it had to have been. I whooped it out and destroyed my selfish cocoon, but since I gave in, it had to have been. I give in I hope It had to have been I'm not an optimist I'm not a realist I might be a sub-realist But I can't substantiate It was bigger than me And I felt like a sick child Dragged Opening tune from Vic Chestnut here. This Monday morning is off of About to Choke, and that was Myrtle. You are listening to The Sound Choice in Central Virginia, WTJU Charlottesville. I'm here, Stephen. I have with me today Mr. Keith Morris, singer-songwriter in Charlottesville that is a huge Vic Chestnut fan. And I'm going to host Keith as he hosts you, so to speak as his passion has been Vic Chestnut for some time, one of his passions, as far as a songwriter and Vic's 
untimely demise, actually it might have been timely, as he threatened it for much of his life as he no longer is with us around the Christmas time, wasn't it, Keith? Yep, Vic finally did it. He talked about it throughout uh, all of his recordings. And uh, started early on, and he was in the early 20s. He put out an album called Little, and that's got a, uh, it's just a, a very, it's got a lot of suicide songs on it. He was a depressed person. Uh, he was clinically depressed. He was, may have been bipolar. I'm not really sure. But that was a running theme throughout all of his music, and it's not just a, the great thing about Vic was that it wasn't just an oh, woe is me, pity me type of trip he was on. <laughs> it was um, it had a lot of depth to it. There's strange humor in it. It's just plumbing sort of the same territory, uh, I think, that some of our greatest poets plumbed. Uh, Dylan Thomas, T.S. Eliot. All these things were not rosy pictures, you know, and that's what Vic did. Someone And out of the darkness, a lot of times, comes the true inspiration and the the troubled mind can give us some of the best artistic expressions we've ever had in music. That's what I would say. I mean, I think it's the Vic's body of work is, um, especially through the '90s, is the, the those are some of the best albums, some of the best songs, some of the most interesting, compelling, personally compelling music I've ever heard. And I'll put that up with Leonard Cohen, and I'll put it up with uh, Bob Dylan. And it's just sort of a shame that very few people really know about Vic, and he's gone now. And so we want to do this show for that very reason. I think all of these CDs that you brought down here of Vic's, they are on a on different labels, not all, right. I don't even think, on the same label. Interestingly enough, as a songwriter, the last label that Vic Chestnut was on was Vapor Records, which is a label that's owned by Neil Young. That's correct. Neil Young's not on that label, but it's Neil Young's label. I guess that'd be kind of like ATO mm-hmm. yeah. in the Dave Matthews world, if it was in the Dave Matthews world, uh-huh. that, that being on Vapor Records there as far as what Neil's well, doing with that thing. There's a line that runs uh, from um, Neil Young to Vic Chestnut. I would definitely say that. So anyway, the number down here to dial us is 924-3959 in the 434 area code. We have Sean Harvey here to answer the phones for you, and Keith Morris, a couple uh, volunteer hosts. So, And I'm Air Steven. Been on hiatus for about five weeks, and it's great to be back. Next up, the first song was Myrtle. That's off of About to Choke, and that, that one deals directly with uh, suicide. It was released in 96, that album. Uh, it was about one of his suicide attempts. He tried uh, committing suicide about four times. He got it right the last time. What's that about? He joked about him, himself being pathetic all the time. So, but the, this song comes from At, At The Cut, which is his last record. And uh, this song is called, uh, it also deals with suicide from a different perspective and turned out to be something of a misnomer. It's about how uh, the song itself is about how he has dealt with suicide and his pa- believes he's passed it. And he had me fooled until Christmas. Uh, we'll leave it at that and go to the song. I am a man 
I am self-aware And everywhere I go You're always right there with me I flirted with you all my life Even kissed you once or twice And to this day I swear it was nice But clearly I was not ready Touched a friend of mine I thought I would lose my mind But I found out with time That really I was not ready No, no Oh, death Oh, death Decimate those dear to me And tease me with your sweet relief You're cruel and you are constant When my mom was cancer sick She fought but then succumbed to it But you made her beg for it Lord Jesus, please I'm ready Someday I'm gonna be rich And someday I'm gonna be born 
terrified Someday I'm gonna be Just like Steve Willoughby But today I'm simply, I'm simply terrified I'm terrified Someday I'm gonna be right And someday I'm gonna be smarter, smarter than smart Someday I'll know something Just like Larry King But today I simply, I don't know where to start I don't know where to start Someday I'm gonna be hot Someday I'm gonna be bigger, bigger than big Someday I'll be adored, just like Wally George But today I simply ain't worth a fig, I ain't worth a fig Someday I'm gonna be good Someday I'm gonna be virtuous Someday I'll be a paragon like Louis Farrakhan But today I simply I I'm a mess, I'm in a mess Someday I'm gonna be cool Someday I'm gonna kick major butt Someday I will transcend Just like Jane's addiction But today I simply I am in a rut, I'm in a rut Someday I'll get a career Someday I'm gonna stop wasting all my time Someday I'll gain a skill Just like Deborah Norville But today I simply ain't worth a dime I ain't worth a Couple tunes from Vic Chestnut here. I flirted with you all my life off of At the Cut. And then Steve Willoughby from West of Rome in 1992 on the Texas Hotel label. And we have Keith Morris with us in the studio helping us with Vic Chestnut this morning as we're moving through the library. Why don't we begin the begin or whatever they say? Something like that. We'll start with a little, which was his first record back in, I think it was recorded in 88 and was released in 1990. It's one of, it's my favorite Vic album. It's probably not technically his most accomplished record. I think people would say Western Rome or Salesman and Bernadette for that. It's Vic uh, looking back pretty much on childhood and a lot of formative experience. There's just a great deeply personal thing about the album that I'm just incredibly drawn to. It's pretty uh, pretty dark, but I spent, uh, I was going through some, I remember going through uh, my mid-twenties and having some, uh, uh, dealing with a lot of darkness uh, on my own, and this album pretty much carried me through that. Now, were you ever in a wheelchair, Keith? I was not in a wheelchair, and I'm glad you touched on that. So Vic is always in a wheelchair. How long was he in a wheelchair, and how did he end up in that wheelchair? Very good question. I've forgotten almost that he was in a wheelchair, because I think his music transcends that so much, but it's also, that's so much a part of the the music itself as well. There's no doubt about that. Vic was uh, in a drunk driving accident when he was 18, and he broke his neck, and uh, he was in a wheelchair ever since. Was he the drunk driver? Yes, he was. Uh He had a, and that also touches on another area with him. I mean, uh, there's no denying that his early, I mean, from time he was probably 18 through the time he was uh, getting close to his, I would say up until his 28, something like that. I think it was 96 when he had to stop drinking. He had a, a long, long history of 
depression mixed with just chronic drug and alcohol abuse. All of those things sort of combined, no doubt, to create a lot of the in, uh, uh, environment you hear in, on his records. But it's, like I said, it's not, in, it's not an indulgent music. That's the thing about it. I hated a lot of grunge music when it came out because the darkness was so overpronounced and so almost exploited. Vic is, is not that way at all. He brings a lot of great things out of that darkness, and he, there are moments of incredible <laughs> transcendence in his darkest songs. There's tons of humor, and it's artistic, whereas a lot of that stuff in the early 90s, the grunge stuff, I just found uh, ridiculous. So the next album we're going to play is one that's actually produced by Michael Stipe, I see. We've got queued up Isadora Duncan. Isadora Duncan's the first song. This is a, there were, Vic did a bunch of shows. The first time I saw him was late 80s. He was playing the 40 watt in Athens. And he was playing these Tuesday night shows during the summer. And uh, they were incredible. Every Tuesday night, there were about 30 people in the audience at the most. He would play, he would change the set every, every week. It would be a different set. And he would end up starting the show fairly sober and end up thoroughly sloppy by the end of it. He played some of the most beautiful songs, the most incredible songs. You couldn't believe what you were hearing. And then he would start just ripping on the local scene, the local people and characters in the local music scene, usually very self-important people. And it was awfully hilarious. Those shows were incredible. The end of that summer, Michael Stipe started showing up at the shows. He has a band called R.E.M. that maybe people have heard of. And he showed up to those shows, and I guess he was equally uh, blown away. He decided that Vic would, uh, he needed to get those, as he said, uh, he needed to get those songs down before Vic uh, drank himself to death. So that's what they did. They went in and recorded Little in one day. Well, why don't we uh, do you a couple from Little here in a row. We'll do Isadora Duncan and then follow that with Danny Carlisle. That's what he did on his album. Yes, yes, yes. Does that sound good? That sounds like a great idea. All right, here you go with more Vic Chestnut on WTJU Charlottesville. 924-3959.
saying I, I can't believe you own this, this attitude I didn't want it to sound like that. Her mind was occupied. Her hard coffee was cold by then as snow. She sang, My smile is more than pearly white. And my dreams are more than you. She sang, My yeah.
Carlisle, he don't give a shit about the Contras. Danny, um, Carlisle, he's barely grown and he's used up most of his options. And still he would rather dream, dream, dream. And still he would rather dream than fuck. Once he used a pocket knife to kill a garden snake. Yes, he chopped that evil serpent into floors. And when he raised his eyes to heaven as a soldier, he wiped the blood of bad snake on his shirt. Yeah, Danny, um, Carlisle, he don't give a shit about the Contras. Yeah, Danny, um, Carlisle, he's barely grown and he's used up most of his options. And still he would rather dream, dream, dream. And still he would rather dream than fuck. You're listening to WTJU Charlottesville and Vic Chestnut uh, coming to you in the rock fundraiser, the rock portion of the fundraiser here. Next up, another tune off of Little that was released in 1990 from Vic Chestnut, originally on the Texas Hotel label, and uh, all the reissues are on a label called New West. So if you're going to find it now, you'll probably have to look on New West. All right, this tune is called Speed Racer. Hyperactive 
that I carry on me here. Keith, tell us a little bit about who who's that background singer on that? Uh, that's uh, Michael Stipe's sister. He I think he called her in at the last minute to because uh, they set the uh, re- recording studio uh, up really really fast. They booked a studio really fast and dragged him in there, and so he got his sister to sing back up. And there's somebody else singing back up, but I don't know that off right offhand. <laughs> He is a wealth of information, Keith Morris, a volunteer, a special marathon volunteer for us down here at WTJU. You can catch Keith around. Sean Harvey also is a musically inclined person and volunteering for us today, answering the phones. Uh, He also writes a cool blog called The Velvet Rut that I think if you Google, you can find. Just Google Velvet Rut, uh, Charlottesville, and you'll, you'll, you'll get it. So, Keith, what else do we have coming up here from Vic Chestnut? That was the first album he put out. Uh, those were some songs from Little, the first album. The second album he put out, uh, I think, is his... I mean, it's just an incredible, incredible album, one song after the other, uh, called West of Rome. 
It's funny that uh, we're doing this show at 10 in the morning. Nothing yeah, it's could kind be. of a 10 at night or even midnight. No, it's, I, I, I call Vic the, uh, the king of, of two in the morning because... So he's a morning guy. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> but Vic is uh, optimally... I mean, the time for his music is really, really, um, really, really late. And preferably, it, it, it comes alive really after you've been out and maybe you've had a little something to drink it really comes alive then think velvet underground you know like that you're not going to put them on it necessarily 10 in the morning but this was the slot so this is how it goes wtju charlottesville 91.1 fm on the radio dial wtju.net on the world wide web what do you have up for us next here keith uh it's uh from west of rome it's the first track on the reissue uh originally on the texas hotel record uh the first song was different it was late and blatant but uh on the reissue vic got to sequence it exactly like you wanted so on the new west reissue the first song is bug which is one of my favorite vic songs <laughs> Michelle loves Willie, our little Sarah, daughters of the American Revolution. Striper loves Jesus, and I love a girl against my better judgment, cause I feel like a squirrel. My roommates, they got married, and I booted up. And a friend of ours told me that I was disgusting My roommates, they got married And I booted up And a friend of ours told me that I was disgusting While Holly's pinned to the edge of South Carolina We interstate travel just to free a man from China A hotel full of Pakistanis and a front porch filled with greasy, greasy grannies. When the bug hits, that's the time to scratch it. When the bug hits, that's the time to scratch. When the bug hits, that's the time to scratch it. When the bug hits, that's the time to scratch. When the bug 
hits, that's the time to scratch it. When the book hits, that's the time to scratch. When the book hits, that's the time to scratch it. When the book hits, that's the time to scratch.
ports and altercations My faculties on a shoestring vacation I settle down on a hurt as big as Robert Mitchum And listen to Lucinda Williams Oh, convenient lies Rubber knives I'm a dastardly villain doing belly dives I before he except after me I'm dousing my vitals at breakneck speed You and your, your little entourage Playing amazing little parlor games in the garage Like a jury of my peers a Triangulating my pretty point of exasperation Yes, we gather for some of that Catholic juice And I hide behind the shower curtain I watch the virgin spruce I'm soaked in wet and feeling funny The mirrors are my eyes No wonder I always look so crummy My heroes are all off in the grave beyond England is old, but Atlantis is gone Feathers are floating down and I can't dodge them The tar is oozing from my little noggin It's ugly, ain't Now there ain't no mistaking what's been a beat. Feathers are floating down and I can't dodge them. The tar is oozing from my little noggin. It's ugly, ain't it? A residue. Now there ain't no mistaking who's been a key. Lucinda Williams finishing up that set off of West of Rome, and we also heard Bug and Withering. Air Stevens with Keith Morris. It's about four minutes before the top of the hour of 11 o'clock here on a great Monday morning as we're into the incredible music of Vic Chestnut. And the songs are some very poignant songs, some well-crafted songs from an incredible songwriter. And Keith is behind the controls and steering the train here. And he's got something else queued up off of uh, West of Rome called the Panic Pier that he'll tell you about right here now. This is one of uh, Vic's best songs. Uh, the intro to this song, the first first verse, is uh, Prime Vic Chestnut. It is uh, something to be heard, and it's uh, it's got all the elements. It's a little bit, uh, it's got a lot of hocus pocus, it's got a lot of spook to it, and it's got childhood, uh, like these hallucinogenic, almost looking back on childhood, uh, it's got that going, it's, it's, it's prime Vic.
is of holding up a sparkler high up to the darkest sky some fourth of July spectacular and I shook it with an urgency I'll never ever be able to I might could be accused of being painfully nostalgic but as of late I'm looking forward to the future though I'd never been much of a planner throwing caution into the fan Catch as catch as those catchers can And so are you observers in your scrutiny I don't count my stars like the trees My jigsaw disposition It's a piecemeal properties I read the smoked or honey cured By the panic pure Yes, 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 yes By the panic pure And so are you observers In your scrutiny I don't count my scars like the trees My jigsaw disposition It's a piecemeal properties I read the smoked or honey cured By the panic pure Yes, 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 yes By the panic pure Could be 
It's a bad scene We'll condemn Brushing his teeth Milky Falling up his sister He tells her that life wouldn't make One will of a man It's a child Title cut from West of Rome. Air Stephen here with Keith Morris. Keith, tell us a little bit about that and what we got next here on the incredible Vic Chestnuts show that'll run to the top of that. Well, it'll run till 11.55 when a special 
one of the special things that WTJU does, a current affairs show called Culture Current, uh, a public affairs show which will run about five minutes. will be at the top of the hour, just before the top of the hour at 11.55, supporting community radio here, increasing your quality of life. Why don't we just move on? Uh, Western Rome was based on um, a book by uh, John Fonte, and uh, I think it's uh, part Fonte, part Vic, uh, so a combination of both there. And we're going to move on. We're going a little slow here, I know, but um, my focus tends to be on the earlier records up through um, uh, Salesman and Bernadette, which was 99. Uh, one of my one of the records I really enjoy a lot is, uh, and this is some prime Vic territory, is the record uh, that came out in '92, right after Western Rome, called "Drunk," and this was Vic's reaction against going into the studio and spending so long and being so exacting uh, on West of Rome. What they did is uh, for the next album, they had the songs and they uh, just loaded up a, a van and they drove out to a friend's house in the boonies. And um, they uh, took a ton of liquor with them, and they spent, um, uh, I think he said it was a, like a, a long weekend, um, uh, just recording these re- this really, really rough um, album uh, that turned out to be called Drunk. And uh, we're going um, to keep going with the songs here. And there's this, uh, there's, uh, this uh, string of three songs in the middle of the album that uh, I could not help but play. And uh, the first one is the aptly titled, uh, <laughs> uh, Vic has got a, a great sense of humor, and uh, this is called When I Ran Off and Left Her. The first one is Supernatural? No. Oh, no, that's right. I screwed up. Um, that's right. Uh, thank you, Air. I'm okay. glad he's here. The first song is called Supernatural, and then it goes into When I Ran Off and Left Her, and then Dodge. Here we go on a, a cheerful, sunshiny Monday morning with Vic Chestnut.
of Venus dimmer wrong It weren't a supernatural It weren't a supernatural A supernatural Chattanooga 
gonna need them I'm, I'm a coming disjointed There's so many ghosts out there on
tunes off of Drunk, Supernatural, When I Ran Off and Left Her, and Dodge from Vic Chestnut. Keith, what else do you got coming up? Uh, I think we're into Is the Actor Happy Now, going to the next album. This is, um, excuse me, we're moving to um, Is the Actor Happy, which followed uh, Drunk. This album came out in, what, 94, 95, something like that. I'm trying to remember. Uh, it's bigger songs. Um, 92. He was busy in 92. Western Rome was at the beginning of 92. And yeah, Drunk Western Rome was, was really 91. And I think uh, Drunk came out in 90, really late 92 when it came out. All right. Uh, but anyway, the point being that um, Is the Actor Happy uh, is a movement toward a bigger uh, sound, a more, a little bit more traditional sound. Um, um, not traditional in the sense of just something that's more amenable to a uh, a general audience. I, I went to see him several times when he started opening for these bands. I got a quote here. I'll just read the quote. Uh, this is from Vic about uh, writing the songs on Is the Actor Happy? He writes, uh, or he said, uh, earlier in my career, I started going out and opening for bigger acts, and I thought I had to change my songwriting to make it a little more catchy or whatever. I was opening for Bob Mould in 1990, and there I was singing West of Rome in front of a thousand people. And they're all just looking at me like, you freak. <laughs> and they did. I used to be, at, I, I'd, I'd go to see those shows, and those, the people at those, those shows had no idea who he was and what he was doing. Some people dug it, I guess. I got this thing where I'd write shorter pop songs, so yeah, the melodies were changing and stuff like that. Before, I had wanted my songs to be linear and not cyclical. I wanted them to do this kind of graph, and then they started being these little figure eights or whatever, and I thought, and I thought I've ruined what made me interesting to myself. It's ruined now, and I can't get it back. But, you know, I was like, what am I going to do? And then they asked, do you feel like you got it back? Well, I mean, I just had to start. Yeah, I have. I had to remember what I liked to do earlier, and I tried to do that. This is like 1994, 95. Right after Is the Actor Happy, where all the songs had these weird choruses. Anyway, that, I saw him open for the Goo Goo Dolls and, uh, in Boulder in 95. And that was exactly... Uh, and I, I saw him open for Soul Asylum in 92 in Tallahassee. And it was definitely a problem. Uh, his... Uh, People would just stare at him like he was an alien uh, when uh, he went up there and played. He had a band, a little uh, four-piece band. But, uh, you know, most people didn't get it, nor did they feel they had, you know, they just didn't listen, really. They wanted to hear the big rock sound and stuff. So Vic had to kind of uh, compensate for that uh, a little bit, and that's where some of these songs came from. You'll, you'll notice it off uh, immediately uh, with Gravity of the Situation. From Is the Actor Happy and Vic Chestnut. Well, we blew past the army motorcade and its abnormal load haulage, the ground. 
gravity of the situation Came on us like a bit of new knowledge Well, the bubbliest A bubble bath Broke down On the bank The gravity of the situation why our old thought bubble sang Humble and gracious The gravity of the situation Humble and gracious The gravity of the situation Humble and gracious The gravity of the situation
sanctified And I've been tried Guilty by association You've been canonized And I've been fried Guilty by association All the little loonies With a salient obsession Come out from the boonies With their sharpies And their guns Loaded with questions Vic Chestnut Show. I'm Air Steven. Keith Morris is here with us, threatening to take off his clothes, starting oh. with his shirt. You and said we weren't going to talk about that. Well, you know, it's Vic. Well, we want to. I'm inspired by TJU, and so I <laughs> wanted to do. And Sean said he was too. And we both actually seriously are, are big fans of the station. I didn't hear Sean talking about uh, this. And Sean said what he was going to do to raise, you know, uh, more money is. 
he oh, Sean will, now. It's Sean, huh? Sean is definitely, he's into the idea of uh, for every $20 pledge, he will take an article of clothing off. And you can also have a matching pledge of $20, so he won't. <laughs> I will put $20 up every pledge. <laughs> That's what we're looking for. Okay, and uh, the coming up off of The Salesman and Bernadette, released in 1998 on Capricorn, we have Duty Free and Bernadette and her, and her what? And her crowd, and the this album was uh, one of Vic's best, and it was uh, done with Lamb Chop, and so there's a really wonderful soul sound to the record. This is uh, Shirley Temple's Lamb Chop? No. no, her name's Sherry something. Right? Oh, that's Sherry Lewis. That's right. Yeah. That's that's what I meant. Maybe we should get Sherry Lewis to take clothes off. Yeah, take lamb chop off. <laughs> Just take lamb chop out of off of her hand. That's Here for, you go for thirty dollars. Here you go, uh, and, and don't forget, there's all kinds of premiums. Give us a call nine two four three nine five nine. Thanks for listening. Duty free on WTJU. <laughs>
shivering I'll admit it I had nothing Better to do Except To wings My lazy wings Bernadette Where are you? Bernadette where are you? She gets much acclamation for such a self-ordained Faustian. Bernadette doesn't like doubters. She wants to fight in the Coliseum What can you tell me of Clarice and Isabel Was it just fate That brought them together Or did they wield Their unusual union in cahoots or love Or all of the above In cahoots or love Or all of the above In cahoots or love Or all of the But I got over it after hours Tireless review Under the gracious hands And elliptical hands Bernadette, I honor you. Bernadette, I honor you. Bernadette, how you sound. This is here, Stephen. Robin is up next with coat. with his uh, Chicago Soul on the, the the regular host of Soul situation goes to Chicago, probably leaves Memphis and heads right into Chicago and goes into the Soul business. I think he's from Australia too. Uh, he might be. He talks like Kiwi. it. <laughs> he don't want to be known that he's no. He's a limey. I think. 
It's all the same. <laughs> he is a member of the Commonwealth. He, and then he, moved to, then he moved to Virginia and is still in the Commonwealth. That's coming up for you next at noon. Chicago Soul. And Steve Riggs will be in the studio with him as well. Another great volunteer of WTJU and another great musician in town, keeping the low end happening. Here you go with Maiden. Dogs are barking Birds are chirping The only thing better If I was squirting But there's no one here To love on me today For the men societal households and I know what they say but I ain't made a Thanks again to our pledgers. We're up to $185 of pledges. We've got one tune to close coming up here off of the release in 2009 as we come back to almost the present day or almost the last years of Vic. Normally, Nick at 9 would be in this time slot on WTJU. And uh, we want to thank Crutchfield, who offers audio and video components for your car and home for their underwriting and support. Crutchfield is proud to support community radio in Central Virginia. Their stores are located in Charlottesville and Harrisonburg, where the catalog comes to life. So thanks again to Crutchfield for helping underwrite Nick at 9 and, by default, Vic Chestnut here this morning. 
Thanks so much for all of you folks for listening. Stay tuned for the Chicago Soul coming up next from uh, the Rum Cove. That's him. Australia, I'm telling you. <laughs> it does sound a little Australia, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. He, he is a bit of an outlaw. Coming up next for you off of from Vic Chestnut is Granny, and you can give us just a little taste of this. And then we're going to go before the top of the hour at 11.55. We're going to Culture Currents right here, a public affairs show. So, Keith, very shortly to give us a brief description of Granny. This is the last song on um, At The Cut, which was his last album. I picked it because it is prototypical Vic. It's a song about uh, his grandmother growing up in Pike County, Georgia, the song also was, uh, I heard him uh, on NPR doing an interview, and he said that this song came to him fully in a dream. Uh, he, had, he dreamed the whole thing, woke up from the dream, picked up the guitar, and it's, uh, so it's, it's uh, channeled straight from the dream world to you. And now Vic is in an eternal dream. Thanks so much for coming in here today, Keith, and thanks, Sean. You can still give Sean a call at 924 924- Three nine five nine. Thanks for listening, folks. Granny, oh, Granny, what you doing by the kitchen sink? What you doing by the kitchen sink? She said, I'm just making up some pimento cheese. She said, I'm just making up some pimento cheese. She said, I'm just making up some pimento cheese.
she said you are the light of my life and the beat of my heart she said you are the light of my life and the beat of my heart she said you are the light of my life and the beat of my heart she said you are the light of my life and the beat of my heart folk and beyond with air steven for a journey into contemporary folk music from all over the planet.